What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 148 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And Shelly Walter. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about Telltale's Walking Dead being completed, but not by Telltale. Another Disney live action, TV news from other galaxies, and comic books. Kind of. We, we don't really... We talk about why we don't talk about comic books. <laughs> But first, special shout out to our Patreons, patreon.com slash Grace, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Michael Miller Jr., Casey Covell, Jason Wilkerson, and everyone else that donates to our Patreon. We thank you so much. We really, really appreciate you guys. Um, really excited. This is the first podcast that we're doing kind of, I mean, it is live. Uh, if you're part of the Discord, which if you are a donor to our Patreon, uh, you have access to to this voice chat uh, just for just for Patreons. You can go in and listen to the podcast in the Patreon voice channel completely live. Uh, we record on Mondays, so you get it like three days early that way. And you get to hear when I mess things up and LJ has to cut them, <laughs> which is usually every week. It's if a I'm fun honest. time. <laughs> he doesn't have to uh, cut things for the rest of us, though. Yeah, not usually. Yeah, just Cody. <laughs> but it's uh, it's really cool. I'm really excited that we're able to do that. Also wanted to mention New York Comic Con happened, and there are a ton of trailers that came out. But we've done it in the past where we've just listed off the trailers and been like, yeah, that looks that looks good. That looks really cool. Uh, so there's only one trailer, I believe, that we'll be talking about today um, that really we felt like we needed to talk about. Uh, the other ones, go check them out. There's a lot of awesome stuff coming on New Year Comic Con. There's just other news that we figured we should hit instead. Because if you're an enthusiast, you're probably watching the trailers. Yeah. Uh, you guys playing any video games this week? Start with you, Joe. Yeah, okay. So I'm playing Dragon Quest Eleven still. I've got about 35 hours in it now. I have cool. hit the JRPG turn where they do... I mean, it's it's something a lot of JRPGs do, where they build you up to a point and then completely break you down. Okay. And so I'm basically I, I'm at that point, thirty five hmm. hours in. Um, yeah, a lot of game left apparently. So <laughs> oh, uh, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's it's classic JRPG, and a lot of the game really. It's got an AI system built into it where you can just say, hey, I want this player or all of my characters to follow this AI pattern, or I want them to pay attention to my commands. The game pretty much plays itself as far as combat goes. I've even let it take on bosses and stuff, but um, beyond that, it's fun. Good characters, fun story, classic JRPG tropes all over the place. (laughs) Uh, and I put about six or seven hours into Assassin's Creed Odyssey this weekend. Cool. Wow. Who are you playing as? Can you choose characters? Yes, you can either pick Alexios, which is the brother, or um, I can't remember her name now. Alexa. No. No, no, no. Is it like Cassandra or something? Cassandra. Yeah, yeah, Cassandra. Cassandra. And Cassandra's the actual... Well, I don't know if this is, this is how it plays on both sides of the story. I'm playing as Cassandra. Mm-hmm. From everything I heard, she's the better voice actor. 
So it, it's overall going to be the better. And there's a crap ton of voice in this game. Hmm. That actress must have recorded, I bet, 30 or 40 hours of VO. Wow. wow. Um, because I've I've heard stories of people, play, like reviewers, playing this game for like 70 hours mm-hmm. and not hitting the level cap. The level cap is hmm. 50. Here's the thing I will say about this, though. And I bid on it, and I feel bad about biting on it, but I know that it was going to be a miserable experience if I didn't. They will sell you an experience doubler for $10. What? Okay, oh, and you, you bought it. Doubler. I see. And I bought it. And okay. they'll sell you a coin doubler. Like a, a, dro- a drachma. Dro- yeah, drachma is the... They'll sell you a drachma doubler for another 10 Or you can buy them as a bundle pack for 15 Huh? Wow. But they said, they went out of their way to say, no matter how many, once you buy it, it will apply to anything you ever do in the game ever going forward. Huh. It's interesting because usually I like cringe at that and I'm like, that kind of ruins the experience of the game. But if a game, if you're putting 70 hours in and not hitting the cap, like maybe it, it's worth it to do that. And unless you really love that game. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little disgusting to me because it tells me that they knew what they were doing up front and they intentionally made, made that slow. grind that much worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I like I said, I've got about six or seven hours in it. I just saw, just saw after six or seven hours, the title screen pop. What the heck? Six oh. hours into the game are? and now it says Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh my gosh. But I've done pretty much every single side quest and everything on the starter island that you're on. Okay. How good are the mechanics for uh, Cappy? Cappy? <laughs> Mario Odyssey. I get, I get oh. it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old joke, but it's still a good joke, so I wanted to use it. Yeah. Well, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the game quite a bit. The Spartan Kick is awesome. I had a, okay. a, I had a. You can get bounty hunters, kind of like star levels in Grand Theft Auto. I had a bounty hunter chasing me down, and the dude was way stronger than I was. He was kicking the crap out of me, killed me like fifteen times, and finally I got smart. Instead of just trying to go head on with him, I climbed to the top of a rock face. He <laughs> climbed up after me, and I Spartan kicked him about eighty feet below mm, to his death. That's smart. Wow. But then I couldn't find his body to loot it to get the sweet gear off of him. (laughs) So it's a little bit of a back and forth. This is almost straight up action RPG. I've got the Spartan kick. I've got an ability that lets me like blink strike like Noctis would. Oh, wow. It it lets me blink strike instant assassinate people. And and it's got like a 30 or 40 foot range. And you can chain them together. like a... It's always been so like half grounded in reality. So this one's got, nah, it's got you can three skill trees. In this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get a horse. You do get a horse, and they'll okay. sell you. They're more than happy to sell you horse armor, and they're more than happy to sell you paint jobs for your ship. But that's all okay. skins. Like that's kind of right. But they'll still charge you money for it. Yeah, like real money. But as yes. for that's a little bit slightly more standard than an experience doubler. Like skins, yeah. You buy the experience skins doubler thing is the games, but it's all kind of it's, shady. But the experience doubler thing is gross. Yeah, uh, we're not gonna. I mean, there's no way to beat around it. The game's still a lot of fun, though. I'm having a good time with it. I, I think the story has started off very interesting. Okay. 
like especially with the end of the first chapter and and you jump on your ship and you the guy that's helping you pilot your ship's like why do you want to go there that's such and such a place and you got to you're like well I've got to go kill so and so and you find out that that person is significant oh in a, in a very interesting way very quickly Okay. I say cool. very quickly. I was six hours into the game at that point, but hmm. I'm super interested to see how it comes out. Do you still... I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game in a while. Uh, are you still a character? Do you still play as a character uh, modern day? I can't remember the name of the company anymore. Yes. Uh, so oh, this one's not... I know what you're talking about, yeah. I'll tell you how the setup to this one Abstergo, started. right? It was Abstergo, but this one... Um, the lady sits down in in the the pod, whatever it's called. I can't even remember the animus tank. Animus, tank yeah. Shut, and another lady loads up the program for her. Mm-hmm. But you can these are not Abstergo people because they say we have to beat Abstergo to this. Oh, uh, okay. And so I don't know if these are assassins, modern day. I don't know what the deal is, but they're not Abstergo. Huh. But I don't I really care. I was really lost like, with the the twist at the end of Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah, with like everything that's been going on with the modern day story. Yeah, then, yeah. And then Assassin's Creed Four happens and did something there. Yeah, I don't, no one ever talks that's about weird. it. But I, Assassin's Creed Two, I had a like that's one of my all time favorite games. I've played bits and bobs of the other ones since then. I'm having a really good time with Odyssey though. That's good. It's it's really neat to experience like Greek and Roman and Spartan setting, mm-hmm. and and to feel like you're a superhero in the middle of it. Yeah, and Cassandra is a beast of a warrior too. They they give you three skill trees. You get hunter, which is like your bow and arrow skills, assassin, which is taking dudes down quietly from the shadows and stuff, and mm-hmm. a, they just straight up give you a warrior tree. Hmm. Okay, that's Which cool. is like, I'm going to do more damage, I'm going to be able to break their shields, I'm going to be able to do all this sort of stuff. Punch through the shields. <laughs> yeah, or like take them and hit them with them and then throw the shield away. Or Ooh. That's cool. But it's it's like an RPG where you're getting new pieces of armor and new weapons constantly to upgrade yourself. Huh. So, yeah. I'm digging it. That's it. That's all I've been playing. What about you, Shelly? Uh, besides Smash, and I got inspired again to keep playing that Big House 8 was a big tournament that happened this weekend, and I was watching that. It was super fun, super hype watching it. I haven't had that much fun watching esports in a while. <laughs> um, because when you're watching games where you're actually understanding what's going on, it's so much better. So Yeah. So besides that, I finally and officially beat Final Fantasy XV. And yeah! if you have... If you have listened to this podcast for a long time, and if you're really good at math, you'll discover, yeah, that took you three years? Yeah, it did. Three years, yeah. It's <laughs> They've got, yeah. like, so much DLC with that, though. That's true, and I feel bad just because I hopped into it and beat the final boss, right? But... I was really, com- I was a little confused what was going on. I'm like, why do I need to f- do this again? Why is this? Why did that happen? You know, I don't know right. how well you remember the ending, but there's things that happen, and oh yeah, I just don't remember why. You know, given because I just don't remember the plot very well. So I really want to commit a week or just some if I have a lot of time and a short amount of 
Um, if you have, yeah, if I just have some time within a week or something to just blow through the new game plus without doing side quests or just, just doing it, I think I want to try to do that to get a little bit more justice in that game because I feel, I feel bad. I was, cause even the credits, it's like, clearly I'm supposed to be really emotional right now, but I just, am just, I'm just glad I finished the game. So. Right. Great game. Well, the end though. of that game is bananas. Oh yeah. Oh, it was something. So I really do like that game though. So I do want to play it again. I just also, I told myself I wouldn't buy Spider-Man until this was done, but oh, now, there you go. now it's done. Do I get Spider-Man? I I don't know. There's other games I need to play too. It's a mess, and it's my senior year, so I don't have time for him. What am I doing? So it's fine. <laughs> I mean, everything's fine. Cody, what are you playing? I'm pretty sure. That- Wait, I have been playing more D and D. I guess okay. it's not a video game, but I'm gonna include it just That's because. Still, yeah. Go for it. I'll I'll it'll be really short because I don't want to talk about it every week, right? It's just yesterday we definitely almost had a TPK. It was. And again, if you listen to this podcast for a while, I have experienced something before that was very close to TPK in the sense where everyone died except two of us. So it was <laughs> kind of similar to that. Only one person ended up dying. But the only way we survived was because there was this warg. And it just was going to eat us all until I was hiding in a chest because I'm a little halfling rogue. Our warlock was down. Our warrior was... Our fighter was super dead. She was straight up dead. Um, And then there was our ranger. And our ranger had just enough animal handling to calm this warg and make it go to our side. That's the only way we survived. If she had rolled a one or just any sort of bad roll at all, he would have killed us all. So, yeah. And it was just extremely intense. So... I wanted to share that, but I, I love my last campaign (laughs) ended on basically a TPK. And then we, um, our, our DM like fixed it. And, but we knew that we had lost and he was like, I'll make it work. Like he just worked around it and made it like, so we didn't all die, but we were so bummed by it. Like, and everything started happening with like getting moved and everything. Oh yeah. Um, They were like, we're done. We won't play anymore. No, and here's uh. the thing too: is that it was entirely our fault. RDM had it perfectly set up where we could have ambushed the enemy. We were dumb and chose not to, so they ambushed us, and almost we almost died. And so our DM the entire time was like, "Guys, you did this to yourselves," and we're like, "Ah." <laughs> Ours was a portal, so it had this endless spawn of demons coming out. Oh and gosh. I threw um, I'm an arcane archer, so I had, I don't remember what they're called, blast arrows, I think, at the portal, and they all came, like, rushing in. We were supposed to, like, walk up to it. Oh. Uh, so it was my fault, technically. Oh. But we didn't know that they were endless. We didn't know that it was a portal, yeah. for one. I, I just knew that I threw an arrow as far as I could, and then we didn't know that they were endless, so we were just trying to fight them, and we just figured 15 of them were there, because that's what he decided, uh, and yeah, then... No, yeah, you're like, well, this isn't a portal, it's not like we needed to deactivate it or something. It was way too late when we figured out oh, what was going on. No, that sucks. Yeah. Not enough for it was unfortunate. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> it's funny, but it sucks. So did he. We'll, we'll play again someday. That's good. We got to get Gloomhaven going sometime. Yeah. I've got, I've got to get it actually yeah, punched out of all it. the cardboard. Yeah. It's, it's sitting in a giant box three feet to my right still. 
so I, I did a ton this week, but playing video games wasn't one of them. I've been playing Arena of Valor some more. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll leave it to that. I don't need to, I don't need to drag it into that. I've got lots to talk about later. Yeah. I'm excited. It's cool. Okay. So we'll get into the gaming news for the week then. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that are familiar with Blizzard and who in this day and age isn't. What's can... Blizzard? Is that, is Get out of here, cold? Cody. I'm just kidding. It, it. What's funny is, if any of us didn't know what it was, it would probably be me. But I know what Blizzard is. Yeah. Yeah. It's They're owned by Activision. Uh, anyway, my, the, the owner-president, Mike Morheim, has stepped down. Uh, and he was... That's, that's personal to a lot of people because I was at BlizzCon and I got to see Mike Morheim talk. Wow. Several years ago. That was really cool. So... Seeing this guy that I've seen at every BlizzCon the face since of they Blizz, started. of Blizzard, yeah. kind of, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he's been around since, you know, rock and roll racing and Lost Vikings in those days. Like, oh, way uh, back in the days. Um, But he's stepping down, finally. Stepping away from the company. Do we know is he, why? Did he announce that he was moving to something else? Or is he kind of just retiring? I think it's just time for him. I, I mean, the dude's a multi-millionaire. That's fair. Yeah. So, I just wanted... I was scared it was some sort of fight or fallout but if it's just it's walking away that's fine 27 years yeah wow. he's been retire doing it. it's fine he's been working for blizzard longer than i've been alive same i, I think the the original yeah. what year were you born Shelley? 97 <laughs> <laughs> yeah the original warcraft came out in 94 yeah i was two years old <laughs> Oh my goodness, I'm so old. Okay, Joe's like, Joe. I was graduating high school. I was graduating college. I wasn't college. that old. I, I do remember playing Warcraft 2. I remember playing Warcraft in middle school. I played Warcraft 2. Yeah, and then like Warcraft 3 was my... that Warcraft 3 and Diablo 2 were my high school. That was my okay. high school career. So, cool. um, Telltale, you know, we, we knew that they let go of a bunch of people. They were originally supposed to keep a crew of 25 people around mm-hmm. to finish up one final project they ended up axing those 25 as well That's we crazy. found that out friday my gosh so those, those 25 were told to hit the road jack um i but, really hope some other gaming company picks them up because they have talent so there there have been a couple of initiatives that have started in that indus- in the industry to help kind of pick up the talent that gets I believe you know, God of War's team uh opened an invitation to a few of the writers. Hmm. I was gonna say I know several several companies have, have started trying to open up you know That's good. interviews and positions and things like that when things like this happen. Because this happens throughout the industry from time to time, but it just seems like this was super gross like mismanagement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is so sudden. Well and they were it was basically us, like they were saying you know, a deal fell through, and that was enough to kill the company mm-hmm. because they didn't have one deal they were planning on. But how mismanaged is it that one deal falls through and you don't have anything else to fall back on or hold the company over? Yeah. Right. So that's that. That's the issue. But Skybound Studios has stepped in and said they will be finishing Telltale's Walking Dead season three. So that will still be coming down the line. Cool. That's good. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, f- yeah. So 
it's it's sad to see so many people get displaced, especially in such a way. I mean, there were stories about people that were hired on the week before and moved all the way across the country, and then they got there, worked a week, and were told that the company was oh letting gosh. everybody go. That stinks. Yeah, can you imagine? Like, why would you even let somebody like that be hired on? Yeah. Like, just don't hire them if you know they're going to be gone in a week. Completely move their life. Man. And I can't imagine that, like, the deal fell through that week. Yeah. And they had, like, they had to have, I don't know. I'm, I don't know the company, but you would think they would have had a little insight as to when they'd be dropping this down. Right. The week of to be like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have enough money to pay you for the next two, four weeks. All right. Well, and, and they told them that their medical would only last till the end of that month, which is by this point, that's done. Oh, that's so crazy. So they have no medical right now either. Um, so unfortunate. Yeah, it's it's a bad deal. And then finally, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this or not, but Project Stream. It's something Google's putting on. They're partnering with Ubisoft to do it. Oh, cool. I didn't you know can, that. Yeah, so if you got an Ubisoft account, you got a Google account, you can sign up for a beta, mm-hmm. and you can potentially play Assassin's Creed Odyssey free through your browser if you have the fast enough internet speeds. Oh, oh, rip. I don't have I that. have an Ubisoft account somewhere. I don't know what that information is anymore, <laughs> but I'm going to check it out. I didn't know I could yeah. do that. Go sign up for it. It's it's just Google Project Stream, and then there's a link down there. I did it before the podcast. that says, like, sign up for this, and you put in your zip code and your email address, then they send you an email, and you confirm it. Okay. Uh, Kotaku has an article up, and they're saying, like, so far their experience is that it's very impressive, very playable mm-hmm. in 1080, and that's at 25 megabits a second. Well, I assume that it'll be similar to the screen share for PlayStation, and I know that that's coming from my own console and not some supercomputer across the country, but, yeah. like, playing that, the latency uh, is almost not completely unnoticeable if I'm playing um, a solo game. If I'm playing online and there are people where, you know, the millisecond counts when you're you're firing guns at other yeah. people. Uh, in-game, obviously. Um, but I've, I've never had an issue, and I'd assume that we're to a point now where you probably wouldn't even notice uh, the latency in these controls. I'd love to check it out. Yeah. Speaking of games that uh, take milliseconds to make a difference, Mm -hmm. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 releases this week. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and get into the pool list. That's a short list this week. Call of Duty's the big one. Uh, Looking forward to it. I like Call of Duty campaigns, so I'm a little on edge about the idea that there's not a campaign with this one. (laughs) They're filling that in with zombie maps. Okay. I think they said three for everybody, and then a fourth one if you pre-ordered a certain tier of the game. Hmm. I don't like zombie maps. I, I like the stories. But the big thing that's coming with that is Blackout on top of the regular multiplayer offering. Hmm. And I played both Blackout and the regular multiplayer offering. Uh, my preview of the multiplayer is up on the site right now. And my thoughts on Blackout are that if you like PUBG and you like Call of Duty, you're going to really, really enjoy Blackout, I believe. So I'm looking forward to it. My brother's super jazzed. We're going to be playing together all the time. Going to be good stuff. That's awesome. The Blackout sounds really good. What are you playing it on, Joe? I'll be playing it on Xbox One. Okay. Yeah. That's That way I can play with my brother. Right. That's that's right. all he's got. So. I, uh, I definitely want to check out the Blackout. 
I don't know if I'm going to be able to soon, but it just sounds really, really cool. Yeah. If you like Battle Royale games, I think this is a super solid. I, I had a very positive experience mm-hmm. with the beta with it. Um, also coming out this week, do you all remember an indie game called Mark of the Ninja? No. It was a, a 2D so. side-scroller platformer kind of, but you were a ninja and you had to hide in the shadows. It was a very stealth-based game. Maurice loves this game, okay? Maurice, for those who don't know. He our is gaming our editor. gaming editor, yeah, and he's hypercritical of games. He loves Mark of the Ninja. Okay, cool. And we're getting Mark of the Ninja remastered on everything this week. Um, I say everything. I know it's on Xbox and PS4. I'm not sure about Switch. It would Which is not the only one that I'm worried me. about. I was like, it's going to be cool say, Switch. I'm not, it wouldn't surprise me at all. If it is okay. Switch. I didn't pay that close of attention when I was looking at the pull list earlier. It is coming to Switch, LJ says. So Cool. There you go. It's If you're looking for a good stealth... Sorry, excuse me. Stealth game, then there you go. And you can upgrade it for PC for five bucks. Okay. Uh, and then finally, for the wrestling fans that didn't pre-order the $100 version, you can get your WWE 2K19 this week for Did everybody. Did you say $500 edition? Did I? I think so. Uh, <laughs> it was a $100 edition. Oh. Okay, you might have said $100. I thought you said 500 Yeah, they released... It was 100 or 120 something like that, edition of this game, the WWE game. And people that did that could start playing last week. Ooh. Everybody else has to start playing for a this wrestling week. game. DLC characters in the season pass, my bro. Uh... You don't want to get diamond cuttered. I would I not. I was trying to make care a wrestling about DLC, reference. but like the characters could be cool I, in a wrestling game where the characters are what matters. I guess. I'm assuming there would be a build a character in there, though, wouldn't there? Pretty much every I wrestling one game since like the Nintendo 64. I would be gobsmacked if there was not a build a character in there. <laughs> I might have played one for the PS2. Okay. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. But that's that's really the only stuff of note coming out this week. Not a lot. Hmm. And that's it for gaming news. You guys been watching any movies? I know, Joe, you said you you were out this week. You're you playing a lot of video games. Yeah, so I didn't Anything watch any movies, but I did watch uh, the UFC 229. Oh, Went over okay. to buddy's house and watched that. Cool. That was bananas for anybody that's been keeping up with it on social media. I totally missed it. I've seen it all over the uh, all over the news. It was crazy, like watching that in real time. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, is that that is happening? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'll go yeah. check it out. Yeah. What about you, Shelley? I watched Shrek because I felt like <laughs> it. Don't you always watch Shrek? Yeah, it's been I've been due for a little bit, so I finally got my Shrek in. <laughs> and is it I, annual? Is it monthly? Um, it's bi-weekly. Yes. And I also watched <laughs> Kubo and the Two Strings because oh, how is it's it? off Netflix today. Oh. So I, I, saw, I saw the list of what was leaving Netflix and this was on the list. And I'm like, oh no, that's what I wanted to watch. So I just watched it a- after Shrek as well. Um, okay. I really liked it. Yeah. It's beautiful. I like, the- like that claymation is mind-blowing so cool i'd recommend i it. wanted to see it in theaters and it just never happened 
Yeah. When I forgot about it. It's kind of short. I don't know why it felt short to me. I think I just wanted more, but I really liked it. Cool. I don't know if it was actually short, but either way. Did you watch anything? I watched Venom. Nice. uh, How is it? I really enjoyed it. Good. Okay. It, uh, so I, I have a lot of good things to say about it. So anything bad I say, like, is minuscule. Uh, there were story beats that were very important story beats that they would bring up and then completely move on. And I don't want to give anything away specifically, but they're like, oh, there's this thing that's happening. And then they would get chased out of the situation because uh, it's an action movie. And I'm like, but wait, we need to talk about what's going on here. <laughs> it's got to be carnage. Uh, <laughs> uh, I won't give anything away. <laughs> the only thing that Venom ever was worried about was carnage. Uh, well, it's been it's been known carnage is not um, not a villain in this in this movie. Okay. So I he, he fights Riot is is the thing's name. I, I don't know if it's an actual comic book entity or if they made it up themselves. Okay. Uh, it's what you see in the commercials. It's that gray gunmetal colored creature. Uh, that that ends up being the, the main villain. It's very... it, it a, The first hour took was really slow to me. Um, it took a really long time for Venom to become Venom, Eddie Brock to become Venom. Okay. Uh, but once Venom takes over, it's, it's very funny. Hmm. I've read that a lot of the lines are kind of uh, ad-libbed from, what's that actor's name? Tom Hardy? Yeah. yeah. And he voices both characters, Venom and Eddie Brock. Ah. And so he did a lot of um, back and forth with himself off script to make it a little bit more natural. And a lot of it is it's really, really good. <laughs> like, it's so comical. Um, and, like, they made Venom understandable and likable in a way that I didn't think we would get. I think of Venom as this, like, killer. And so they, they kind of show, like, hey, he's he's an alien, like, animal. Uh, he's very intelligent, but he's, like, he's still a creature. And so, like, the killing of people was more of a, like, an animal eating eating someone for, for food. Um, they didn't make him overly violent for the sake of violence. That's nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was it was really really good. Um, I can totally see it being in the Spider-Man universe. There's no reference to it whatsoever, but I think that they did well enough that, and it's doing super well. It's like breaking box offices for October. Um, I think that if it does well enough, and Marvel's open to it because they went with the PG-13 choice, um, I could totally see this being in that in the Marvel universe as long as their Spider-Man can fit into it. Uh, I I can see this Venom not being too dark for our teenage Tom Holland Spider-Man. Ah, yeah. That's good. My one issue with it, it is a hard PG-13. And because of that, they do this real obnoxious thing where for a PG-13 movie, you can't use a lot of swear words. You can use one F word. You can use one F word and you can use as many S words as you want. Nah. That's, and so yeah. it is to the point of cheesiness how often they use the S word. Oh. Wow. Because that sounds lame. We gotta be edgy. Yeah, you're like, right. It, it was literally like, 
we get it. Like it, it almost it, it made it seem like they weren't. It didn't make them seem cool. It made it seem like is that the only is that the only curse word you know? Like what what what's going on? Why are you using this over and over? <laughs> but it was I don't know. It was really really cool. That's um, I liked it. Definitely go check it out. I'm really happy that it was PG-13, too. Uh, yeah. Anyways, what's going on in the in the news? Yeah, so we, as you mentioned earlier, there are a lot of trailers that came out of uh, New York City Comic Con. One of them, yeah. the one that we have chosen to talk about, is the Aquaman trailer. If you haven't seen it, it's much longer than most trailers. I was very... Yeah surprised how long it was it's i was like surprised so it's how it's pretty rare full of scenes that they had they had full scenes oh and it was it said that uh someone said that the, it doesn't even scratch the surface hmm. which makes me really happy yeah i don't know it looks it, interesting i mean it looks more interesting to me than other dc movies besides like wonder woman mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm way less worried about this movie now than I was um, for the last trailer. The last trailer is full of the special effects. Yeah. Everything was under the ocean. And it reminded me a lot of Valerian's trailers. Yeah. Which were very gorgeous and made me want to watch the movie. But then I watched it and was like, Yeah, I think. I don't know. I think the first trailer, they did that on purpose to sort of show, oh, look, all the pretty, pretty CGI underwater. This trailer is mm-hmm. most most of it i would say is above water or not in water yeah so and there's it's a chase scene and the cinematography is amazing it does yeah looks really good it's like 20 seconds of like this i don't know it's so cool this building top assassin's creed looking i was definitely thinking they were gonna show only parts of it and they show just a very large chunk of it to really show yeah the cinematography which is yeah it looks nice so definitely yeah. Look at that. If you're at all interested in Aquaman, watch that trailer and see for yourself what you what you think. It makes it so like like Batman and Superman are this like kind of black spot on this universe. And like but I don't want this universe to get rebooted cuz Wonder Woman was so great. Aquaman looks awesome. Mm-hmm. And so like and they they just haven't done Superman right. And I hope they get to a point where they do. Um, make him the Boy Scout that he's supposed to be, the Captain America esque. Yeah, that he's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and I think Batman's done well. I don't know why people hate him, but people do. So. Yep. Anyway, we also have more live actions that are potentially coming out. AKA, they've been pretty much announced. Well, not fully announced. <laughs> not announced, I guess. But saying, hey. Right. These things are probably going to happen. One of them, from Disney side, being Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Uh, you, I don't want to see a live action Stitch. I really don't want to see a live action Stitch. The rest of the movie would probably be great. <laughs> I don't want to see a live action Stitch or yeah, I don't know Pleakley. how that would look. Freaking Pleakley live action? Are you kidding me? That looked terrifying. Pleakley sounds terrifying. Yeah. What is Pleakley? I don't want to think about that. He's the. Uh, he was a tall, skinny. One-eyed alien. One-eyed creature. Yeah. Oh. I just... He was going to be real weird. I think a lot of the charm in that movie was the animation. I am mm-hmm. so upset that 
I think after watching Kubo and the Two Strings especially, that for some reason everyone just feels the need to have live action everything. Like animation's beautiful and it's artful yeah. and it's it's awesome and why do we need to do live action? I see I don't know. With Lilo and Stitch, I don't really see a point in it. I'm really curious because the Jungle Book was so good. Yeah. And I'm got very high hopes for the Lion King live action. That does not need to happen. But you're but right. Maybe yeah. <laughs> You don't think so? I'm. I guess Lion King will come out, and maybe it'll be amazing. But there's no reason for them to even have that idea in their head. I think Lion King will be cool. Uh, but like you're with Stitch, and like you said, Plinkley is going to be terrifying. Like I don't know. There's so much you can't charm make those characters in that cute. Movie. Exactly. Think of Stitch live action. Think of Stitch's eyes and his teeth. And his claws. Have you ever seen that disgusting live Kirby? I think I shared it with oh you Oh my gosh. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. It's what it reminds me of. Like, in my head, I'm like, oh no, it's going to be gross like that. I, again, I just remember watching Leo Stitch, even the first couple minutes of that movie, I remember just watching the waves and, and the stuff under the water. It's so pretty. Why mm-hmm. do you need to live action it? I, I don't know. It's like live action Avatar. It doesn't need to happen. So, last airbender. Yes, correct. But that's how I have to say about that. One I have less opinions about, but I, I'm just confused a little bit about it. Capcom announced that they're gonna make a Mega Man live action movie. I I don't know what that's gonna look like. I mean, do you remember the? Well, you probably don't remember. You probably weren't around then. I'm probably not. The original voice of Mega Man on Captain N. Yeah, I don't know. He sounded like a smoker. (laughs) Nope. A Mega Man. I don't, that's weird. It was super bad. It was so bad. <sighs> I'll, I'll have to find a YouTube video and share it with y'all. <laughs> Last bit of news. 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 I said news. Okay. Last bit of news. Because uh, <laughs> we can't talk about Mega Man. All of us are just very confused about it. Yeah, so, I don't know what to think. Dark Avengers has been uh, rumored... The, it's rumored that the script is done, which is a little off-putting because we don't know who wrote the script, but their sources say, oh yeah, script is done. So that's, That would be really cool. It would be, my guess, if it was true, would be that they're really trying to keep it quiet, but this would just be a after Infinity War or whatever the name of the next Avengers um, thing. You know, after that movie, then they have this opportunity to kind of revamp a new Avengers with, um, and I believe there is someone uh, in the Dark Avengers who's related to Wolverine. Like, they can put in X-Men people because they're going to have the they have the rights. Right. They can do that, that at that point. And if they even do it with someone who's not Wolverine himself, they do it connected to Wolverine, then it's not messing up the other X-Men stuff that we've already seen. So there's a lot of opportunities. Miss Marvel, um, there's Spider-Man, I believe, in it. Who's? Well, yeah. So I'm really confused about that because in the image that they put on that story, it says Spider-Man, but that is clearly Venom. I'm assuming. Yeah. Picture. I'm assuming it's Venom Spider-Man because this is not a thing. Does he gets the dark suit? Right. Well, it, ha- it happened in Spider-Man three, but uh, uh. I'm assuming. Well, that happens to the comics too. Yes. Like that's what happens. Yeah. That's that's what but I. That assumed. just straight up looks like Venom. That's what I assumed yeah, that's it Venom. was. I don't know. Could just be that's Venom. That's Eddie Brock's Venom. Could just. You know, we just got a Venom movie. I don't know. 
I, oh, if you look at if you look further down, it does show the spider venom. Yeah, that's suit. why I was. Okay, yeah, that's why I was. I at. would love to see the Punisher, mm-hmm. which we'll see. Uh, the guy that plays Kingpin in Daredevil says he's not ruling out that he might be in a Spider-Man movie in the future. Huh? Uh, which is cool. Yeah, uh, we haven't seen it yet, but it would be a perfect opportunity to bring the Punisher into the the movies, the big times. Um, and like you're saying, Venom, that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's like, from a character standpoint, I think it's totally possible and even smart if Dark Avengers was a thing. But we're not going to get any information on it because we're not even getting information on the next Avengers, really. Because Miss Marvel has to happen first. And that's not happening for a little bit yet, so. March 2019. I'm hyped. Captain Marvel. Awesome. (laughs) That's what we have for our movie news. So. Cool. Yep. Well, I guess that brings us to TV. Uh, I've also watched a lot of TV this week, but uh, what have you been watching, Shelly? We'll start with you. Oh, I don't know if I've been watching more stuff. I haven't watched any more Shaputin just because I've been slow and stuff. Uh, I watched more Friends, but like that's just a thing you put on. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, pretty much everything I've watched have just been background so pivot, I, I don't really consider pivot. It, i don't really consider it watching right so yeah i don't think i've seen anything what about you joe uh i watched a new series a few episodes of a new series with my brother well i say new series it's season two of a series on um on netflix called meat eater Okay. It's about a, a guy that hunts and fishes. And on the episodes that we watched, he was in the Amazon fishing, Ooh. fishing like piranha it's, and vampire it's not fish. Bear. Is it bear? Bear grills? Uh, no, 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 no. This is a completely different guy. Okay. Um, and this guy hunts big game and stuff on some of the episodes. He'll spend days tracking big game to go hunt them. Hmm. But on the episodes I watched with my brother, he was in the Amazon fishing. Pretty interesting show. If you like the hunting, fishing, wildlife sort of stuff. Yeah. Cool. Anything else, Joe? That's that's about it for me this week. Huh. I, I'm not quite done with Iron Fist, so I'm going to move on. I'll talk about that next week. Uh, I'm almost done with it. I got two episodes left. Cool. But I did watch uh, The Walking Dead. Oh, snap. I haven't seen it. Well, so you don't know about... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I won't spoil anything. There's not a lot you could tell me screen. at this point. Well, I could drive that over hasn't to his house and slap. There's not a lot that's going to happen this season that's going to surprise me, just oh, based on what we see, what we know of the news. Yeah, yeah. I it, it takes a place a year and a half later, I believe. Whoa. Uh, there's definitely a time jump. I think I I heard somewhere, um, off show, not in show, that it was a year and a half, uh, time jump. Uh, and it's it's cool. It's definitely got a different feel to it. Uh, Chris Hardwick said that it feels kind of like a uh, during his Talking Dead. Uh, it, it feels kind of like a horror western because they've been like trying to rebuild um, in the last season. And so like this season, you could kind of see that come to fruition. Um, and that that western horror uh, really feels uh, like a legitimate way to to explain it. Okay. 
It's cool. Um, Western horror. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Oh, I should also say, the way that I watched this, uh, I got PlayStation View uh, today. I, there was a five-day, or I think it's a seven-day trial. Week okay. Trial. Uh, and then I, I'm planning on getting it. I was looking at my prices for um, my own cable company or, like, the, my internet provider uh, or just getting PlayStation. I was going to get DirecTV now, and I would still suggest that if you have a device that plays it to get DirecTV now because it's on more devices and it's pretty streamlined. Um, but so far, PlayStation View, it plays very clearly. Uh, I'm playing stuff that was pre-recorded. I haven't watched live television. No, no, because when I turned it on, it was immediately live television. So, yeah, everything's looked great. Uh, it turned on something from on Harry Potter. I don't know what channel that was that it, it brought me to. But I watched The Walking Dead a day later, and I've watched Doctor Who a day later. Who? Um, through the app. <laughs> and it doesn't just it's not just ps4 and ps3 you can get it on android devices on your web browser um and i believe roku there was a few places apple tv and stuff so maybe it's not it might be as many uh as accessible as direct tv now i don't know uh but doctor who we had jody whittaker the first female doctor uh what, what do you think i'm excited I mean, it's a new doctor, man. Yeah. I usually, like, uh, who was it last time? What was his name? Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had to grow on me. It took me a little bit before I was okay with him. Um, Jody Whitaker feels a lot like David Tennant. That's that's a good thing. I like Tennant. Yeah. I'm real stoked. Um, very goofy. There's a lot going on in this episode. Every regeneration, um, there's kind of this, they don't fully know who they are yet. Right. And so that was kind of, we, we've seen those growing pains throughout this episode. I'm, I'm really excited, though, to see uh, what happens outside of that, though, uh, to see more of who she is on her own and not just being the other doctors. So um, what's, does she have a weird food thing? No, she does say something goofy like, I don't trust things. She, what does she say? She goes, I don't trust things that are named with initials. Named with initials. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Because the Matt Smith thing, well, that was the fish fingers and custard. Fish fingers and custards, yeah. And then I think Tenet didn't like apples. Oh, I never Matt caught Smith that. Too. Apples are rubbish. The only reason I know that is because I watched the first episode that he was in. LJ mentions he takes offense. I didn't really think about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, apples are rubbish. But it it was really cool. And the the episode itself, going outside of, you know, uh, how she played the doctor, was really well done this time around. Uh, Sometimes that CGI can be a bit wonky, especially when this show first started. Um, It was a very serious episode um kind of now nah, i won't get into it um i don't want to give you spoilers away but it, it was definitely like this very serious situation with goofy very crazy new doctor i i don't know if her craziness was just because she didn't know what was going on completely like she didn't know that she was the doctor at first um, okay like she she knew what she was supposed to do as the doctor but she, they were like what's your name she's like i don't remember 
Hmm. Huh. And has to figure it out. But she's wonky. We'll see how crazy she she ends up being. Um, But it was fun. It was really, really cool. Cool. Getting into the TV news. Uh, We talked about uh, Patrick Stewart's coming back as Picard for a Star Trek series. It was going to be on CBS. It was supposed to be like a web. I think it's a web series. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hoping that that actually has multiple seasons, which I didn't expect. I figured Patrick Stewart, it would get one season. It would be this kind of like mini series thing. Uh, so that's really, really cool. Uh, obviously, whether or not it gets multiple seasons, it depends on how well it does. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like a huge Star Trek fan. I would be interested specifically in this just because. Patrick Stewart's in it, and that's awesome. Okay. Uh, and then last week we talked about um, the very first look at the Mandalorian TV show, uh, which was set stuff. We have our first official image, which is of a Mandalorian, and that's John Favreau's Star Star Wars TV show that he's making. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a Mandalorian, but I'm sold because it looks really cool. And I didn't realize that it was a Mandalorian show that he was making. Um, we don't know a lot. We know that it's a Mandalorian. Uh, we know that it takes place between episodes three and four of Star Wars. Got it. Uh, I'm real excited for this, though. Mm. I think it was super cool. Yeah, hopefully it's really good. And then news, specifically for Shelly. I'm hoping that I got the book you read correctly. Wheels of Time. Wheel of Time is getting turned into a TV series by Amazon. Yeah. That's the one that you read and were, like, raving about, right? No. I rave <laughs> what, about what? Storm My Archive. Oh, okay. You're confused. Are they both Brandon Sanderson? Brandon Sanderson finished Wheel of Time series. He didn't start it. But Storm My Archive right. is just his whole thing. Okay, so that's where so, I was So, yeah, you stuff. got a connection, though. You're there. <laughs> You're so close. I made a valued effort. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know my wife really loves Wheel of Time. Uh, and so... She's really excited about this news. I don't know anything about the books, but I will watch the show and then everything that she tells me about those books will finally make sense because yeah. she'll randomly tell me about scenes. Gosh, Wheel of Time is a huge series too. So it'd cool. be probably really smart to have it as a series. A show. Like I can imagine even Stormlight Archives turning into a show or something cool. because it's so big and obviously it's not finished yet, but... The fact that there is so much content that that as long as they stick to what they're doing, it could turn into something good. And so I have no idea how close real time is to that, but I just know that it's a fat series. So I feel like it should also follow those rules. Amazon's done really well so far. I'm surprised that they're going to be doing a Wheel of Time uh, and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That'll be interesting. And Netflix is doing Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to throw that in there. Yeah. That's one I don't. I don't know. Everyone's very, very excited about it. And I'm a little cautious because it's Netflix. And yeah. it's Narnia. Netflix and I mean, Amazon I like, both. I like a lot of Netflix stuff. They do really good with acting. And yeah, story. I guess I'm they don't just do well scared that even though they didn't do Wrinkle in Time, I'm scared Wrinkle Time is going to happen in Narnia. In the sense of, here's this book that's clearly religious, and we're going to take all of that out of it. Mm-hmm. So, 
that's that's my single concern. But it could be that even if they do, it's still a really good show, and that's that's great. But I'm just worried slightly, ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. That's all. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know. Netflix does do a lot of good shows, so yeah, the effects are just kind of meh. Uh, and then going on to our discussion question. Remember, if you want to ask us a question, you can always do so by emailing us at podcast at geeksundergrace.com. Just like Nick Simpson has done, and his email is, have you guys ever thought about adding comic discussion into the podcast, or would you be open to it? And I feel like... We're all pretty much on the same page here. Uh, we love all. Do you guys read comics at all? No. Nah. No, okay. no. So I do read comics from time to time. Usually, if I do so, it's in graphic novel form. Uh, usually, a comic book series once it's finished will get turned into a hardback piece, uh, and then I'll read it that way. The issue with comic books is there's so many different series out there, and so even if Joe or Shelley were reading them. Uh, like you, it's so hard to keep up if we just, we would just be talking about one of them and not all of them. Um, you know, as far as like video games go, we we play a ton of different video games. As far as movies go, we, um, watch a ton of different movies, TV shows. Well, comic books, for the most part, a lot of people, um, they usually focus on maybe three or four comic books tops and they follow those series really closely. Uh, and you don't really deviate often unless you're reading them in the graphic novel form uh, i think we just don't have the knowledge base to do it or i was the say like diversity we, we cover movies and and video games and tv but that's kind of a blind spot for us mm-hmm. yeah i mean we have some some writers that do the occasional comic book stuff but even on staff we got 40 or 50 writers on staff and it's it's something that we don't cover that much just because we don't have that many I mean we just don't it's it's not something that many people Yeah. It's even such, within our community. It's such a time commitment is the thing too. Mm-hmm. Is that it's a money commitment, it's a time commitment, and if you're already committed to video games or movies or things like that, it's hard to take on another thing like that. At least for me in my life, I would say. So, I, I would love to get into something like that, but I mean I don't even know any places around that sell comic books. I'm sure we have a couple in town, but you definitely have a few in town. Okay. <laughs> I, I I'm unaware of them. And I've I'm been really bummed. For- we had meant to go to Mile High Comics in Denver. It's one of the biggest comic book stores in the nation. Um, and we're like, we're gonna do that before we move because we had never done it, and totally oh, missed out. No. At some point, I need to go there because I lived in the city and I never checked out that comic book store. Um. I didn't realize just how big it was until I think it was Kevin Smith. He like posted a video there. It was like, it's a dream come true to be in this building. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was like that, that large. Big. It's huge. Um, I imagine it's like I, Powell's Bookstore in Portland, but for comic books. <laughs> That's what I'm maybe, imagining yeah. right now. Um, there was a Mile High Comics by my house and I went to that and it was just a small comic book store. Uh, it wasn't their main building, and I had no idea, you know, just the difference between the two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy comics. I usually lean towards DC, 
Um, and then if you want to call them comics, because they technically are, I read uh, a lot of Kaboom, which is like Adventure Time and uh, Bravest Warriors. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. We would if we had more time and we could speak better on it. Uh, but that's why we don't talk about it on the on the show. Yep. Uh, want to make sure we're, we know what we're talking about for the most part. Mm-hmm. You guys geeking out about anything else this week? Uh, that's the Call of Duty's the big thing for me. I'm I'm waiting for that to come because I'm so excited. Okay, cool. And and it's weird for me to say because I don't normally get excited for multiplayer only games, <laughs> but I'm really excited for Call of Duty this year. Yeah, it sounds cool. You, Shelly? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't think so. Yep. But I'm good. Oh, uh, I am contributing. Uh, this is going to be something local, and and it's already going to have passed by the time that this podcast goes live. But I'll say it anyway. Our ch- our uh, college group at church at my church is mm-hmm. having a retro game night on their campus tomorrow night. Oh, sick! So I'm going to be. I'm going to lend out a monitor and a retron and, and a couple of things to help them out. That's awesome. That was so. fun. It'd be fun, yeah. Cool. Well, I guess we'll end the podcast there then. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and streaming every Sunday night at 9. I, I usually try to pick up right after Christina ends. So I'll start between 9 or 9.30 with the Pray and Play. Cool. And you, Shelly? You can find me on twitter at the shellshock 24 you can find me on twitch tuesday nights at twitch.tv slash geek center grace cool and you can find me at cody armor on twitter and close and keep gaming keep praying and god bless Bye. peace later